0: How many of you are still keeping your New Year's resolutions? Still going to the gym three times a week? Keeping that same diet? Praying as much as you had hoped? Probably not. And are you surprised? Are, are we surprised? Unlikely. You're probably like, Father, I don't even remember what I had made or what resolutions I had made. I don't either. (laughs) We are so fickle as human beings. And we know how much we vacillate between decisions and fail to complete them, to fulfill them. This sentiment is so deeply felt in human nature that it made it into revelation, into God's word. St. Paul himself tells us, for I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Later on, in the same chapter in Romans, he says, So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members wretched man that i am who will deliver me from this body of death and he closes thanks be to god through jesus christ our lord this being fickle is the whole story of this of our lord's simple parable in today's gospel our father our father comes to two sons and to the first one he asks to go out and work in his vineyard. And he says, I will not. But then afterward changes his mind. And it's the exact opposite with the other brother. He's given the same command, but he says yes, but then does not go. How easily we can identify with both of these brothers, these sons. There are those times when we're not too enthusiastic to go out and do what we've been asked, either by our parents, or by an interior inspiration by God, or just knowing what we should do, being asked by our friends to go and do something. But then, eventually, sluggishly, we get around to doing the job. Then there are other times where we're just jumping out of our seats to do what we've been asked. And then we barely take another breath and we think to ourselves, nah, yeah, I, I guess it's not that important. I don't need to do that. We can be so fickle, so indecisive. But what does this parable mean? seek to teach us? What does our Lord seek to teach us through it? I think it reveals something special, especially in the first son. Our lives are long and often very windy. We go all over the place, not expecting to have arrived at where we are now and not knowing where we'll be in the future, tomorrow, next week, in the next few months. We grow in the spiritual life in knowing God and coming to love Him and then we fall back. We have these setbacks, these various seasons of life. But the Lord is so so patient with us, ever so patient. And even amid these winding roads, these setbacks, these habits of sin that you just can't seem to shake. He is bringing us back to himself and will allow us to fulfill what he has asked of us, which is ultimately to love him above all things and to love our neighbors as ourselves, even as he has loved us. And then there are other times when we're riding high and doing great and being inspired to do all we've been asked, we feel good about ourselves, right? Starting to pray more. Maybe calling our parents on Sunday. Staying away from drinking too much maybe. Whatever have you. But then we realize that we fall away from God again. We fall right back into our old patterns and don't fulfill His will for us in our lives even then, the Lord is still so patient with us. As a parent is with any precocious kid, for example, who wants to start a new sport or instrument into which his parents have given so much money and time. And then in a month or two, he just kind of moves on to the next thing, throwing it by the wayside. The key in all of this is is to not be discouraged. Do not give up hope that the Lord is actually working in your life faithfully, even though you, even though we have not been faithful to Him. He is working out your salvation over a long period of time. And so we have to learn to be patient as He is patient. With us and sometimes he's just asking us to just crack the door of our hearts open to him just ever so slightly to his merciful love to his invitation to come be friends with you that's all he needs to work wonders in your life and to begin that long-term healing of our wounded hearts It is in this way that we will become more and more faithful to him truly so that truly one day we might be identified with the son in this story who actually did the will of god so if you're discouraged right now in your life know that even though the lord wants the fullness of your heart. He wants all of you. He is patient with us. Gradually, bit by bit, we should let him in so that he can change us over time. You see, the the problem with the Pharisees in this scene in the Gospel is that their hearts are so stone cold that they wouldn't let anything penetrate it not even the fiery and prophetic preaching of saint john the baptist saint therese of Lisieux, whose feast day we would have celebrated today if it weren't for a sunday we can still celebrate it i think her teaching is an incredible help i believe in all of this for her getting to heaven was not about being some impressive saint and having your life all in order here and now, already, immediately. No, she realized that the secret of the Christian life is humbling yourself to receive God's gift of love and forgiveness so that He Himself could lift you up to Himself. That He could pick you up as a little child is picked up by their parents in their loving arms caressing them and loving them so deeply. May Jesus, as He comes to us this morning, help us to open our fickle and indecisive hearts so that He might come and make them stronger, less fickle, and more focused on Him. On Him who is our best friend, on him who is our Lord and Savior. You've been listening to the Christ the King at LSU podcast. If you would like to become a golden giver or learn more about what we do, please visit www.ctklsu.org.